0: My name is Sheri, I'm from Nigeria, and you're
1: listening to The Frequency Horizon. I booked a last-minute ticket from Austin to San Diego on the promise of epic Mexican waves. The madness of a photogenic experience was about to begin, and trust me, we'll get to that. You play the Russian roulette of airfare shopping. It's like playing chicken with a corporation whose goal it is to separate you from your money. And then you pack your bags, you rush off to the airport, under an enigmatic, quite firebrand sunset, full of vital colors, past concrete interchanges, meandering fields, of Americana crops. You cross through the full-body scan precipice, doing what seems like a new yoga pose you've never even heard of before. Plunk yourself down to the closest electrical outlet you can find, and then you wait. But it's in those moments of pause, after you've shelled out and hit the limit of human ingenuity and speed, the barrier to mainstream movement where you couldn't be moving any faster if you'd wanted to, it's in those moments where you can kick back and relax properly. And sometimes, you'll meet some pretty neat people. So that's what happened here, with Nigerian Che olakulen Let's hear what he had to say about the vital role radio is bound to play in Africa in the years to come and a perfect ray of Nigerian sunlight never captured. Could you tell me a little bit about your
0: idea you had for a radio show or a radio station? So first of all, I have a love-hate relationship with radio. Um, I'm a news junkie so I love listening to radio but then just BBC and then listening to news when I was a kid I got drawn into all the comedy stuff they have on BBC and all the documentaries and now I'm a huge fan of documentaries. Also a couple of years ago when um, the iPod revolution started I thought it was really cool that you could control your own music, that you could play music on this device and not, not been interrupted by adverts or commercials and so my idea for a radio station is one that just plays music endlessly like even when it breaks to have a conversation it's conversation strictly for a period of time and then stops and it's just music like no bullshit, no waste of time, no crap just plain music little people manning it, the stations are like no one in there it's just automatically playing music, people converse, call in, stuff like that. But little bullshit, just pure stuff. What kind of music would you select? So I'm, a, I'm eclectic, personally. I think all music is the same. And I think it's important that this station plays all kinds of music at different times. Um, just put in a mix, a bit of reggae, a bit of jazz, a bit of classical here and there. But of course you want to mainstream stuff so that people listen to it on. An, all the time, but yeah, yeah everything, everything, eclectic. What's your favorite, uh, let's say, classical type of artist? Um, Handel. I've always been a Handel fan. My best opera is called Samson. It has a piece called Let's the Bright Seraphim. Oh, it's lovely. What about on the other side of things, the reggae? Bob Marley's the king. There is no match. Any favorite Bob Marley song? Um, could you be loved? Bob. Yes, that's my best performance. So now you're headed back to Africa,
1: South Africa, South Africa this yes. time. Yeah. Uh, what are you looking forward to as you cross the Atlantic, across that horizon?
0: Um. So South Africa is a tourist destination for most people. Um, I've been there to work, but never to explore. So that's what I want to do now. I want to go on a safari. But more importantly, I want to go to Cape Town, which is like the European part of Africa. It's really chic and posh. People surf and they're sailing and stuff like that. So I'd like to explore from a tourist point of view, not just go there to work. Can you tell me what it's been like
1: for you to witness the evolution of radio in Africa from being a very BBC kind of, controlled atmosphere to now Uh with the new, uh, let's say,
0: Chinese broadcasters that are coming into the continent. I mean, what have you noticed, James? I can tell you what I have seen, but I cannot give you my opinion about it because it's not very favorable, because I do not like radio in that sense, but I have seen people move from just depending on radio for information to being a part of creating information, calling in on talk shows to give their opinions and to ask questions, and to even match in some cases. So it's it's been total, it's, it's represented the education of the people who have not just sat back to take information, but are now creating and redesigning the interaction that they
1: have with radio. On the flip side, you have a situation where radio was once uh, almost crucial in the sense that, you know, with the infrastructure at the level it was, you know, you needed radio to transport messages to people, but mm-hmm. Africa, in some ways, leads the world in mo- mobile phones yeah. and, and that, that kind of thing. Yeah. Is that threatening uh, the popularity of radio, or has radio only become more popular in the meantime from what you've I'll
0: noticed? tell you what, that radio is going to be popular in Africa for a long time. And I think that um, outlets like BBC and VOA recognise this. They have major following in, in in Africa. And what they do most times is they focus on the things that are important to Africans, like sport, um, uh, news, especially regional news. And then they capitalise and give them that that bit of service. And it's perfect. It works very well. So I do not see radio thinning. Um, there's always going to be a place for radio in Africa, in the sense that people will always want to hear news in their language. People will always want to hear news about what matters to them. A lot of what is in global news does not matter to most Africans. But if you can get news about your economy, your culture, and your part of the world, the sports you like and the team you like to support, then then you will always want a radio around. Finally, I was wondering if you could uh... Considering our show is called
1: the frequency horizon. Yes. Is there any particular? Horizon moment that you can remember whether it's a sunrise a beautiful sunset or you know be on a plane or in
0: person So yes, I do I do realize a perfect picture I wish I had taken once I was going on a boat ride from Potakot to Bonny Island in Nigeria and it's a very rainy part of the world but that day the clouds just parted a bit and there was a ray of sunlight coming right down to the sea. It was glorious. I wish I could be there forever. It was really nice.
1: I found it interesting how there are these moments where paths can cross, energies Pass between each other and waveforms intersect. We're heading off in different directions. Jay headed off to South Africa and I took my flight to San Diego. From there, it was on to Mexico the next morning with a group of guys that lined up for a, a magnificent experience with waves that none of us had ever seen quite like that before. Over the past couple weeks we've taken you with us as we've gone from the snowy reaches of the mountain passes on Vancouver Island to the Texas hill country to hang out with hippies we even got stuck in the middle of the Pacific Ocean on a ferry and now we touch down in San Diego and head to Ensenada for a glimpse of Toto Santos in action. As a surfer, if you are one, you've probably heard of this place. And even if you aren't, there's a good chance you've seen images of the massive swells that can hit this Mexican break. We weren't 100% sure that we would get what we were looking for. But you're not gonna score unless you take the shot. Here we are in the backseat of an SUV with Alex Israel.
2: Where are we and where are we headed today? Uh. It's about 5 in the morning. We're headed to a little island off of Ensenada oh, nice to, to go get Sinalha. some waves, hopefully. Well, we're pretty sure there's going to be waves. <laughs> or else we wouldn't be doing this at 5 a.m. in the freezing cold. I guess it ain't that cold if we're talking to people out in Canada, but it's cold for us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, we're at the, the border, eh?
2: Right at the border. We do not want to return to USA.
1: And how are the conditions looking today so far? It's
2: looking pretty good. Light, uh, light winds, if any. Swell's looking pretty solid. Buoys are telling us that it's, it's here. So pretty, uh, everything's coming together as, as hoped and planned. And uh, now it's time to cross the border they don't stop us for any reason, they usually don't
1: on the way in. Oh, okay. The Mexican authorities had us step out of the vehicle while they x-rayed the SUV, but soon enough we were back on our way in a brand new country and I asked some of the other passengers about what we were about to experience.
3: Where are you from Eric? What? Uh, I'm from Ventura County. Oh yeah, how far uh, away from the border is that? about um, three hours. Well, I grew up there. I live in San Diego. Oh, yeah, cool. Home. Yeah. And where, where were you speeding off to today? Uh I it's not a... Are you stoked? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to relax right now, but uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> when uh, What are you hoping you'll see today? Uh, I mean, I know what I'm going to see. It's, it's, it's going to be big. The swell is really westerly, really good. It's a great direction. Uh, you know, they'll be 30 foot faces, and they'll be, just with the long period, you know, they'll, the boys will be packing big barrels. Surfing for, like, your whole life, basically? I actually didn't start uh, until, like, 10 years ago when I started UCSD. Really? Um, yeah. So how old are you now? Uh, 28. So yeah, I started when I was 18. By eight. huh. My neighbor went to UCSD back in the day. I I lived in Thousand Oaks, it's not that that close to the beach, probably like 45 minutes. So like, I mean,
2: I'm I'm from Sherman Oaks. Oh, no way. Yeah. County line. County line, I know. That was my spot
3: when I was growing up.
1: Ben Ginsberg, a professional surf photographer, had joined our crew and boy, was he excited.
4: Really it feels like, you know, especially because you know, you being used to doing trips up and down the coast of California, you find some remote places, but you know, obviously you get out here and you're, just, you're on the boat and then you see the island and you can actually see if it's big enough. The, you know as you're going out the right hand side there's this little crest of white and you know that's the wave breaking, break it, but it's you know still a half an hour away and you get out there you get around the back side of the island and they've got the lighthouse there and it's just it's, it's it feels so far removed it really doesn't feel like you're so close to San Diego in the U.S. it's just like you've really done a freaking awesome surf trip but it's a day trip if you want to make it like we're doing so, I mean, it's just—it's pretty rad.
2: Might need to pull over and
4: retighten these. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Oh um, yeah, that yeah, top to one's shifting a lot. Where should I park? If was no turn off of that size. The, yeah. Yeah.
3: the nine-foot
1: guns on the roof were flopping around like a fish out of water, so we pulled over to secure them. The clock was ticking, and we wanted to get out on the water fast. Always wanting
4: to, it's just, especially place like Todos Santos. You don't, as a photographer, you don't want to come out just take photos, and you know, it's like, what is that rain? On a boat, it's still a little more. Localizes is the wrong word, because people come here survive' obviously, are locals. But it's not the same scene as a Maverick's where you just go on the cliff top and, you know, check it out or take photos. It's a different well, kind of thing if you got to take a boat to get out to it. It's a little more private, you almost say. Right. It's so much worth it when you, like, get out there, you know? Yeah. I mean, like,
2: you feel so much more reporting. We're doing it. It's like a full on full-on circuit. Yeah, yeah. It's like a one-day made from San Diego. That's why I love this place so much
4: more than like Mavericks. Because it, is, it does feel more like an adventure.
1: There we were in Baja California Norte. The sun had yet to rise, but the colors seemed to capture the amazing swell coming in, brighter and brighter with every moment. It was a horizon that I'll never forget. if we didn't take this opportunity to play some Mexican electronic. Pretend you're along with us. Tracing the coastline. Keto Cohen is from GDL, Guadalajara, the mainland of Mexico. True story. He's been on the up and ups since 2007. This is Long Story Short. a little bit of the vibe that we were about to experience for the rest of the day, just that kind of carefree, fun, upbeat, positive flow. And yes, this song was playing on what we said.
5: focus it's what ruins and it dopes us reality ain't the same if you don't play the game cause i'm tired and it's hopeless i'm not beaten, but i'm broken words i've never spoken what do you say what do you say well i guess you can't look up to me that way i guess you can't look up to me that way Is it fire is a smoke? Or should we just go for broke? Here comes boredom and it's useless I think life should come all inclusive At least a little less abusive What do you say? What do you say? Well I guess you can't look up to me that way I guess you can't look up to me that way The bottle of wine was fine this time And I really don't think it's changed A
6: bottle
5: of wine is fine this time But oh, how I think you've changed Timing and its focus is what ruins And it dopes us, reality ain't the same If you don't play the game Here comes boredom and it's useless I think life should more inclusive At least a little less abusive What do you say? What do you say? I guess you can't look up to me that way I guess you can't look up to me that way Bottle of wine was fine this time And I really don't think it's changed Bottle of wine was fine this time But oh, how I think you've changed a bottle of wine is fine this time, but I really don't think it's changed. The bottle of wine is fine this time, but oh, I think you've changed. The bottle of wine is fine this time, but oh, I think you've changed. The bottle of wine is fine this time, but oh, oh, I think you've changed.
1: got into the boat to head towards Isla Todos Santos. The sun was about to rise. Yeah, no. The padding.
2: Yeah, so people started wearing these about two years back. People started being a bit more safe about this whole thing. This thing is an impact vest, so it's meant to prevent you from like getting the wind knocked out of you and also has some float to it. Um, so it's helped a lot with safety. It's kind of helped explode the scene a little bit more. People get a little... Um, a little bit more bold when, when they got a vest on, but uh, yeah, back about two years ago, for me at least, I guess some of the big big wave guys were starting to wear them a little before that. But about two years ago, I here, no one would ever wear them. So I've surfed my biggest days out here, sands, this stuff. So it's a little uh, more comfortable to have it on, and everyone's got it. It's a bit safer. It's still there's some pluses and minuses to it. I mean, it, it can help you kind of poke up to the water a little quicker but that can also make you get dragged in with the white water longer. A lot of times you want to get deeper and below it, so it can kind of, water can rush over you. But sometimes with these on, you end up in the water, rolling in it, longer.
1: We weren't the only ones heading out to Toto Santos that day. Pete Mel, Jamie Mitchell and Greg Lunt and bro Rusty were also headed from distant locations to capture the epicness of this swell. This
2: looks sick. The best totals I've ever seen. So excited to get some bombs. Mother <laughs> Nature teaches a few things.
4: Oh she will. <laughs> <laughs> it is not really dude. really that it's just beautiful you know deep blue like vibrant blue water compared to the gray water you have in california and it feels so remote even though it's really close it's just a very cool place to be and it, it, you get out there and it's like this just feels right what oh, man i'm to go over this one way wasn't gonna
2: make it i was
1: Jake Fishman had a little bit of a yeah. run in with Toto Santos. his board Landed on the
6: rocks, and now it's uh, now Toto Santos and a little chunk out of it. Just a little low.
2: There was a huge, huge wave.
6: What happened?
2: By the uh, the leash snapped on me right as I was going over this wave. I wasn't going to make it. I just had to ditch the board. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> wow, almost a two-way hold down on two of them, and then ended up like in the current over there. I
3: gotta get out of here. I'm so happy I, I ditched on that because, like, even if I had you made it with you, I would have been so close to each other yeah, and but
6: dragged all the way through.
3: I
5: had a great day.
3: Big waves, perfect conditions, uh, a lot of fun.
1: Till next time. Until next time. We felt pretty lucky ourselves getting a chance to hit Toto Santos on an amazing day So let's throw in some Daft Pot to the mix Perfect
7: Like the legend of the phoenix huh? All ends with beginnings
6: We're up on nice again, we're
7: up on nice again, we're 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 up on nice again, lucky, we're up on nice again lucky, we're up on nice again lucky, we're up on nice again, lucky.
1: quite amazingly, in Todos Santos, madness, and flow. Neil Bichon, a videographer from L.A., was out getting footage of Scott Bredesen, a body glove surfer from Manhattan Beach. I had a chance to chat with that very surfer, Scott Bredesen, at a taco stand on the way back up. In the United States of America, here's our conversation.
8: I mean, just the whole, everything about it was just epic, you know. It was probably gonna be pretty good, and uh, just the whole crew out there, and and just you know, offshore in the morning, the wind settled down in kind of early afternoon, and just you know, a little inconsistent, but you know, when they came, they came, some bombs came, and it was just just awesome being out like with all the all the boys and charging and. Just such a beautiful spot out there, you know. Just kind of just great spot. Kind of just pumped
1: on it. What was your favorite moment of the day?
8: Um, I got a couple of little. Tried to pull into a couple tubes, so I got one that I thought I was gonna make it out of, and it kind of pinches, it, so it's kind of difficult. But um, yeah, those were kind of fun. Just a little vision, a little little tube vision. <laughs> always like those. And then just um, you know, just always fun dropping into a big blue, big wall. You know, it's pretty, pretty. Nothing beats that man probably the best feeling in the world so. it's
1: awesome. got to be nice to see uh, you know that you're surfing alongside some of the some of the other greats out there right
8: yeah totally I mean so humbling just being out with those guys you know so much respect for for all the all the legends out there no question about it you know there's too many to names Peter Mel Greg Long Rusty Long Jimmy Mitchell you know just awesome being out there and everyone's being cool you know it's like a brotherhood big way brotherhood so just to kind of like be out there with them and catch a few waves myself and enjoy the day with everybody. You know, it turned out to be such a beautiful day out there. Just no wind in the afternoon and just, you know, beautiful big waves. And it was just, I think it was all time, all time session.
1: I hear there's some great footage of you get too, so hope that turns out real
8: awesome. Let's look
1: back to, uh, you know, an older song here Elton John. I had to play this. the Mexican vacation. shards and fragments but in some ways had the beauty of a chandelier. It was relaxing just to be there watching it unfold before my eyes. I got the opportunity to practice shooting in interesting and kind of tough conditions in some ways. Learning to deal with battery life issues and watching out for water spray. Not only that, it was cool to see something that you kind of only get to see on TV or in magazine images. A big shout out to the World Surf League Jet Ski Guys for keeping everyone safe in the lead up to the competition the following week. The best part was I later heard that the day I was at Todos Santos, the waves were even better than on the day of the big competition. Hopefully I'll make it back there at some point. So might as well leave you with another Electro-Pick song. Electronic artist this is actually called Electro-Pick. This song is called Plastina Mosh, Trinito Arriga.
2: Don José López Portillo. Te lo juro que eso sí es. O sea, por favor, entiéndanlo Y me lo he ganado este rayo. Como principios del año que viene ustedes ya se van a dar cuenta de más cosas muy importantes. Dice. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Eat stuff with Snow Patrol. Open your eyes.
9: All this feels strange and untrue And I won't waste a minute without you Feels cold and I'm getting so tired and so old. The anger swells in my guts, and I won't feel these slices and cuts. To look into mine Your soul or your fire. Take my hand, not your fingers through mine, and we'll walk from this dark room for the last time. Every minute from this minute now, we can do. i
1: trip's not over yet come back next week and you'll be able to hear a little bit of the journey as we go back to california you never know who you're going to meet you never know what kind of interesting things you could learn it's all here on the frequency horizon live tuesday nights at 9 p.m in Sofino on the radio 90.1 fm or on the podcast at soundcloud.com frequency horizon make sure you like our Facebook page, that's facebook.com slash Frequency Horizon. Big things are coming. You just have to wait. See you soon. And big shout out to the guys in San Diego, my crew down there. Ben Ginsberg for the tips on shooting surf photography. Jake Fishman at Goldfish Chronicles for setting it all up. This is just the beginning.